0: Hey everybody, it's Carrington here and today I'm going to be doing my first podcast. Um, I wanted to touch on a few situations because I really started this podcast to talk a lot about my life because I know there are people that can relate and just to let people know that you're not alone in this situation and that there are many others who are going through the same thing and just to find ways to cope with certain situations that you're going through in life. That is specifically why I made this podcast. Um, So, yeah, it is today is like two days after Mother's Day and Father's Day is, of course, coming up. So I felt like I should go ahead and get this story out because, you know, I don't want to do it around Father's Day. It's kind of petty. I want to do it in the same month, at least. But um, so I grew up with uh, three siblings three other siblings um, all boys um, I have a twin brother and then I have two younger brothers and it was hard for me growing up because I would go over to my friend's house and their their dad would be there and just to give y'all insight about what this segment is about it's about daddy issues because I I completely skipped that but it's about daddy issues so I would go to my friend's house and their dads would be there or I would go to school and the girls' dads are bringing them lunch. They're having daddy-daughter dances and doing a lot of things together that I would have never been able to do with my dad and that's because he wasn't present in my life. And I just want to let you guys know there are three types of daddy issues or probably more, but three that I'm very familiar with. Um, So, the first one is daddies that are present in their daughter's lives, but um, don't show affection. Daddies that are present in their daughter's lives and don't show any type of love or care towards their daughters. Um, And then there are daddy issues to where the dad is absent. The father is not there. He has never been there or he's been in and out of the child's life. Um, Me personally, I'm dealing with an absent father. He was not in my life majority, over majority, (laughs) but majority of my life. And it affected me. And when I was younger, I never even knew or had a clue of what daddy issues was. Um, I just recently, like three years ago, found out about daddy issues and what daddy issues meant. And I was like, okay, I can relate to a lot of this because this is a lot of the things that I had to deal with through life and it really took a toll on me it was like a heavy weight on my shoulders but I just want to let you guys know now um that it is a way to cope with it 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 is a way to be able to get past that even though you know You may have an absent father in your life or a dad that is there. There are ways to cope with it. There are ways to fix the problems. And if there isn't a way, there is still a way to feel better about yourself and just know that you are loved by someone. And that, you know, you don't, I'm not saying that people don't need fathers because we do need fathers to teach us and just to give us that love and affection that we need as young women and also young men because men also can have daddy issues. But I just want y'all to know that I, I'm getting through it. I'm still finding ways to cope with what I'm going through. But I want to tell y'all this story really quickly about how um, God works in mysterious ways. And when I was younger, I would always say, Mom, where where is my dad? You know, is, you know, and when I got in trouble, <laughs> this is the this is the funny part. When I got in trouble and I used to get a spanking or something or a whooping, my mom would, she would, she would be angry at me about, and there, there were things that I needed my butt whooped for, my behind whooped for. But I would be like, I want my dad because I'd be mad at her. She'd be like, you want your dad? I wish you would ever in your life say that again. And I never understood why she would say that because I was so young. I didn't I didn't know that, you know, that was disrespectful. You know, I was just... A kid wanting to be, you know, a child with a dad. And my mom did her part. And I commend that woman. She has raised her kids amazingly. To to have done it by herself, we are very, we've came a long, long way. So, anyways, before I start getting emotional, um, I want to tell y'all this story about how I... Got the chance to meet my dad, so it was one day. I can't really remember exactly what day, but I can remember what where we lived and what school I went to. So I went to a magnet school. It was called Carver Magnet, and I had pink eye one day, and my eye was just so irritated. I had a headache. I really didn't want to go to school, so my mom gave me some pain medicine, and she was like, "Here, you gotta go to school." Like we can't keep missing days like this, because my mom, she used to have, she used to do little fun stuff with us, like, she'd take us out of school for two, two days or so, if she's off from work, and let us go do little fun things, so this particular day, she was like, here, you have to go to school, like, you, you just can't, I have to go to work, there's nobody here to watch you, so please just try to go to school, and I was just, I was so sad, because she sent my ass to school anyway, but, um, when I got there I had a substitute teacher and I asked her well when I got in class she was like mind y'all I was 30 minutes late but she was like um, hi my name is this this and this and I'm like oh your last name is this and she was like yes yeah. so I was like do you know this person referring to my dad and she was like oh most definitely and I was like well that is my dad and Can I get his number or something? She was like, well, honey, I don't have his number, but I am married to his brother. And y'all, this may sound so surreal. This may sound so fake to y'all, but this is the reality. I was in the fourth grade and this is what happened to me. Like this is an experience to remember. So she gave me my uncle's number and my uncle had been looking for us because he knew that my dad had other children. And he had been looking for us for so many years. And she was just talking to me about him and all this stuff. And I was just, I was so happy to get out of school that day. I was so happy to come home. I'm like, oh my God, like this is a step closer to meeting my biological father. You know, I never met him before any of this. So it was just, a, a it felt so it felt so unreal to me. And when I got home, I was just like, mom, mom, mom harassing my mom, harassing her, like getting on her nerves. I got a number. I got a number. She was like, "Who's number? I was like, well, my uncle, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, really? So we got in contact with him and he was just so happy to talk to us. And he he did. He, he was just like, he struck into action. Once he found out that, you know, we were his brother's kids, his brother's children. So Christmas was coming around. He got us Christmas presents. He was just doing everything. He took us out to eat. And mind y'all, he stays in the same state as us. But he's like back and forth because of work. But he stayed in the same state as us. So it was just crazy that all these years we could not find my dad. But this happens and I find my uncle who stays in the same state as us it was just so crazy so um eventually he got in contact with my dad and my dad was still on and off he was still just you know all over the place with his emotions and how he felt mind y'all he has other children um i have multiple brothers and sisters on my dad's side and so you know he was younger than is um he was he was way younger and he, he's had a lot of children throughout his life, a lot. And I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't know that he had other children out there. But, um, my mom did state that he was there for the birth. Well, he came to the hospital, not he wasn't there for the birth. But he did come to the hospital. He was there in our lives from age one to two, I think. Probably not even that far along, but... eventually just upped and left. And he never looked back. He never turned around. And um, my mom said that that's because he had a wife. He He was married to another woman. He had children with another woman. And it was just hectic from there because I slowly started to see the signs of things that I went through just with being in school, just with going to recreational centers. And Being around other young girls that had fathers, my behavior was so off. Um, The way I treated people, the way I treated my brothers, the way I treated my mom sometimes even, it was just so off. And I was like, that's not like me. But it was just me growing into a younger um, girl that I started to realize more of these things. And I'm like, this is not normal about me. And I took it out and I expressed those feelings through anger. And it was just a lot. So on down the line, um, I started to realize that I wanted to find love that I didn't get from my dad and other boys and men. And I'm, I'm just saying this, you guys, I'm not talking about sexually. I'm not talking about, you know, physically, but I'm, I am talking about emotionally and verbally and just being there, having that father figure and say, y'all, love you, you're beautiful," take me out to eat, take me on daddy daughter dates, do stuff like that. I didn't have that, so I would look for that attention, that verbal um, and physical and 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 mental and just every every. I don't I don't even know how to explain it, but I was looking for that and other boys and men. So I I'd, I'd find myself dating. Around and talking to a lot of people. And I was just, I got to a point in my life where this is not normal. This is not me. This is not who I am. And it really hurt me because I feel like if my dad was there to fill me in on a lot of things that men do to manipulate women and a lot of things that men do to, you know, just use women. If he had been there to tell me that, I would have saved myself. A temple you know I would have saved myself and not saying that I'm damaged goods not saying that I'm I've been through so much but still again I gave people my body and my love and my attention that didn't deserve it that didn't need it I gave people so much of me and they didn't deserve it and I just wish my dad was there to fill me in on those things and Just let me know that he's here. And I feel like if he was there, a lot of those guys that I talked to back then, a lot of the guys that I've talked to years ago or a year or so ago, they wouldn't have got that type of attention from me in the first place. And it just, it really, sometimes it really, I just think about it and I just want to burst out crying. I remember one day I was in the car with my boyfriend and we were just riding down the street. And it was just so much like, I'm the type of person, I can go back to things that has happened over the years, and it just makes me sad all over again, even if I found a coping mechanism, a coping mechanism to try to cope with that situation, I still find myself breaking down about it, and still find myself getting sad about the situation. So, we were riding down the street one day, I think we were going to the grocery store, and I just started crying out of nowhere. Like, I, I didn't know... What brought me to cry, I didn't know why I was crying, y'all. But then I, I later on thought about it. And I was just, just like, not even 20 minutes before we got in the car, I was talking to my father. I was talking to my dad. And, you know, he he is trying to come in my life. He is trying to do better. You know, he was younger when he made those mistakes, but he's trying. And... So I I could I couldn't do anything but forgive him. Especially with considering all of these years I've had so much hatred towards him. I at a point in time I hated my dad like I I couldn't stand to be in his presence. I couldn't stand to look at him. When I finally met my father, I couldn't stand it, y'all. And I'm going to tell y'all the way that I met my dad, which was so backwards. So my grandpa had passed away, and me and my mom, we went up to Texarkana. Y'all know, well, y'all don't know, but I am from Arkansas, so Texarkana is like two to three hours away from here. So we went up to Texarkana to go to my grandpa's funeral, and that is the first time I ever met my dad. That was the first time I ever laid eyes on him, had a conversation with him, any of those sorts. And I didn't even have a picture of my father. I never saw a picture of him. I never saw any of those things before I had met him. So when I met him, I was like that is my dad. Like I could just look at him and tell like I I'm a spitting image of that man. My twin brother looks just like that man, you know. And it it hurt my feelings because it's like, dang, this is the way we had to meet you. We could have met you so many years ago. Um, so, so, so many years ago, I met him when I was 13 years old at my grandpa's funeral. And so I, I I just had so much built up hatred towards him because I didn't get to meet my grandfather like I should have. I didn't get to meet my grandmother at a good time in her life. And it just, it hurt my heart a lot of the times. It it really hurt me just to have to go through that. And I'm sorry, y'all, I'm all over the place. I tried to write down notes, but it's still... It's still all over the place, but um, he had tried to be there at the beginning, but there were still things that he was messing up as, and, and you know, this as far as knowing how to talk to me. He didn't know who I was as a person. He didn't know how to come to me and that if he came at me a certain way, I was shut down. I do that with family members. If you come at me a certain way and, and it's an emotional attachment to it, I'm gonna shut down. You have to know how to come to me. Not saying that, you know, I'm just oh so you gotta come to me this way. It wasn't like that. It's just especially being younger, I just didn't know how to communicate in those ways without shutting down and getting emotional and defensive towards myself. So um I had stayed with him for two weeks and it was just I didn't like it. It was the worst time of my life, like we do we did have fun times when we would go out and do stuff, but it was just so miserable because he would still find ways to make unreasonable decisions. My grandmother had gave him money to go get us clothes for the two weeks we were down there and food and stuff. He spent those money, that money on beer. And mind y'all, my dad, he did drink a lot. He, those were his drinking stages where they were at his worst. So it was just, it was really, really hard to comes to grabs with that because it's just like you're showing me you you say you care about me you want to start this relationship you want to build from here you want to just be able to you know be in my life because there are so many years missing but you know there's time to build but instead you keep messing up you keep doing things that make me not want to be around you keep drinking, you keep lying, you keep taking money, like, it was just so much. It was so much. And and it got to a point where I didn't even want to ask him for certain things, because if I did, I knew it wouldn't happen. If I asked him, oh, Dad, can I get a car? Can you help me get a car? I even have half the money. I know it won't, it won't happen. And so, it's been years that I've been asking him for a car and I still haven't got one. Not saying that he's obligated, but that's the least you can do with knowing the fact that you were out of my life for at least 14 to 15 years. And I've only seen him like four times out of my lifetime. So that was like, that's just the least you could do is give me a car. You know, I need a car to get back and forth to work. And I just, you know, I I was young. I wanted a car. I still need a car to this day. And it's just like, He'll say one thing and then he'll take it back or he'll act like he forgot. Or maybe he do forget, you know, he's getting older, but it's just like, if you are trying to do better, try to do that. Don't say you're going to do better and then fuck up again because that's only going to push me away for, so for so many years, I, I just didn't want to go around him. I didn't want to speak to him. I, my twin brother had went down and moved with him for a few months and I didn't want to do it. I didn't, my mom could not pay me to go down there with that man. Like I'd rather have stayed with my uncle rather than him because I saw that my uncle was trying way more than him. My uncle was more present than my dad at the time. And it just, it really showed a lot to me in life. And I realized, you know, as I got older, me and my, my dad never really talked about men as much. It took me learning and becoming a young adult to realize that a lot of men don't deserve me. A lot of men don't need to be in my life. I don't have to give my body away. I don't have to find love in other people because I have a mom who loves me. I have brothers who love me to death. And I just, I have a family who love me. A big, happy family. A big, large family on my mom's side who loves me. But it was just a lot to cope with. And a lot to deal with at the same time and even though I had a father figure which is my stepdad I commend that man before he went to prison he was there he bought me school clothes he took me to school he took us fishing he took me and my brothers to do everything I could ask that man for anything and he never said no to me but I just you know I'm gonna save that for another story about you know father figures because that is a different topic so I just wanted to let y'all know that I'm going to save that for a different story. But as far as this one goes, me and my dad are on speaking terms. We are on better terms. And recently, just recently, I've learned to forgive. And, you know, I'm not going to forget what happened, but I learned to forgive as I'm getting older. My dad is getting older. He's having complications with his health. And I don't want to hold that grudge that he wasn't here because he was younger he did make mistakes people make mistakes I've even made mistakes out of my lifetime so it just took me knowing that you know if I lose my biological dad he's the only biological dad the only other blood that I have I can't I can't let that slip through my fingers so I just had to find a way to just forgive him and understand his side my dad has 15 maybe plus children I had to understand that, and I had to understand that he went through a lot in life, and he was younger, he was way younger than when he did a lot of the things that he did, but I forgive him, and that is another way that I found to cope with it, me and my dad, we talk a lot now, a lot more than we've ever talked in a lifetime, and that is so amazing, we have each other's numbers, we keep in contact, I ask about my little brothers and sisters, It's just, it's amazing now. And I could really see the change in him now. He stopped drinking. He's doing better. He's talking more. He's opening up more. And it's just, it's amazing. It is. It's really good to note that somebody that I look like, (laughs) we are actually on good terms. And so, yeah, um, when I met my older brothers and sisters, um me and my dad we actually took a trip to vegas and we had a falling out then and this was like two two three years ago we had a falling out then because uh you know i was just emotional he was drunk and i was emotional about the fact that he left my mom and he basically quit his job so that my mom would, wouldn't would put him on child support, which she wasn't going to do in the first place. My mom is a strong woman who handled it on her own for 21 years. She's still handling it today, you know? So it was emotional. It got hectic. It got really, really, it got really, really verbally violent really quickly. And My brother was he was upset with me, but he understood at the same time, because like I said, my brother had went back and he lived with my dad for six months and he came back home. So he knew how my dad acted when he got drunk, he he was aware of all of this. And so my brother had already had his time with him, letting out his emotions and how he felt about him not being in our lives. And then, you know, I I wasn't around my dad as much, so I couldn't really just express that and let him know and just get it all off my chest. So that trip to Vegas is when I did it, right before my sister's wedding and right before, you know, I got to see them. And I'm sorry to say, I did not meet them at her wedding. I actually met them years and years before that at my um, grandpa's funeral. But, you know, that's when I saw them again. And, you know, we got to rekindle and just talk a lot. But yeah, that that trip to Vegas, that is something to remember too because we were both emotional wrecks and I just, I needed to get a lot of stuff off my chest so that is where it happened. But I just want to let you guys know that there are ways to cope with daddy issues and that is just to open up to your parent, your mom, or your stepfather or someone that has been a father figure, whether it's an uncle just to open up, don't be afraid to talk about it because for so long I was scared to open up about daddy issues because I didn't believe that it was a real thing. I didn't believe that it had an effect on my life like it did until I started to get older and realize it. But just don't be scared to talk. Don't be scared to write down in a journal or on your notes or on your phone about how you feel. in um, other ways is to just comes to grasp with it, come to a realization that this is reality, this is what I'm going through, and you know, I can, I'm okay, I'm still living, I'm still here, I'm breathing, I'm healthy, just remember that you are still in a good space in your life, even if you didn't have your father there for you, and even if you did make mistakes, that God forgives you for the mistakes that you have made, even if you have sinned, he forgives you, and that, you know, there's nothing to worry about and just to grow from there and another thing is to actually try to rekindle a relationship with your father if he was in your life and he was prison but he's no longer there or he is prison but he's just a on and off again type of thing and um if you've never met your father make it your responsibility to meet him get some information about him try to Try to get involved in his life. And I know a lot of people are unfortunate because the dads probably passed or just literally don't want anything to do with them. But just know that you are completely fine and that you will find that love one day. And somebody, whether it's your mom's boyfriend, your mom's husband, stepfather, uncle, anybody that can show you that fatherly figure love, you will get it. Even if it's not from your biological dad. So, you don't need your biological dad to be happy or feel a void or just to get knowledge about certain things. And even if you may feel like you do, you don't. But it would be good to. It would be nice to. But sometimes it just don't work in your favor like that. Um, so, yeah. Uh, y'all, my voice is getting a little dry. <laughs> but um, I was just happy to talk about this situation. And... Um, just to come to y'all and let y'all know a little bit about my life and what has been going on over the years. And just to know that I'm very happy now. Um, I'm no longer dating around and just trying to find love in other people because I found my love. I found somebody that I want to be with for the rest of my life. He treats me amazingly. This is different from any relationship I've ever been in. It's not just about sexual acts or well, my sexual acts. I don't know why I said it like that. But it's not just about sex. It's not just about being around each other. Like, it's so much more to our relationship. Like, we go out and do adventurous things. We go, we watch movies together. We eat together. Like, we sleep together. And everything is just so amazing. We have not had one dull moment in our relationship. We've never argued. And, you know, we just, we're we're growing together. We're growing constantly every day and it's just so amazing and I'm so happy um that I found someone who loves me for me and treats me amazing he treats me like a queen and um I just shout out to his mom because she was a single parent as well and she raised him to be a good young man to me and to women in general So, yeah, I just want to close this out by saying I love you guys and you are loved by someone. Just always remember that and that there are ways to cope with what you are going through and that you are not alone. So I will see you guys in another episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please make sure to clap for me. (laughs) But yeah, I will be back another time to talk. So bye, you guys. And I will see you in the next episode.